brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Time. Hey, hello, it's Sippin' Time again. Welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Yes, that's and a fact. Three, and three. The, that's a fact. We're three. Pretty much. Right, most nah, of we're maybe second best at three, but we're real solid at 415. So. <laughs> I've never stayed up to 415, man. That's exactly why we're you solid. You never went to bed right. till 415. <laughs> I literally went to bed. We're the best radio show you've never heard. Ay, ay, ay. You can get us on the podcast, kids. Get us yeah, on the podcast. No hope. Uh, <laughs> this is Made Man Bob. And joining me today are Made Man Brent. Uh, always a pleasure to be here in the basement. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Love the smell of damp basement. At least he didn't say uh, tatties and neeps again. Uh, good, good old boy, Justin. <laughs> good morning, Bob. <laughs> I didn't want to know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> good old boy, Army. Were you going for this accent? Thank you for having me, Bob. Well, he I was really bobbling his head a little bit. He, he did bobble. Yeah. I saw it happening. Yes, <laughs> it was not pleasant to watch. <laughs> You know, I came to think of it, if you got the job doing that on The Simpsons, then it would be okay now, wouldn't it? It would be totally okay. I'm a brown man. I'm I have figured out a way I'm to get a, rid of him. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> allowed to make fun of my idea. I have figured out the way to get rid of him. Who are we going to trade him somebody, for? Somebody, oh my gosh, somebody somebody call The Simpsons right now. You uh, can pay me some Harry Shearer money, we'll be good. Oh, that's nice. No, no, I'll pay you some Harry butt money is what mm -hmm. I'll pay. I already get that. <laughs> I'm sure of that. <laughs> All right. Well, Brent, Maury, oh, and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states and two countries. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check them out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. The show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the Society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machines serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. And our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today's show is on the fine whiskeys from Penderin Distilleries, or Penderin. Not exactly sure. It's I've Penderin. Heard it, I thought it was Yeah. It's Welsh, who knows? Yeah, yeah well, you know. It's, it's probably pronounced it's Welsh, Paul. It's Welsh, and there's only about eight letters in the name, so, yeah. you know. That's not right. Yeah, I mean, most Welsh is like 326 letters, and it's got dots over it in little houses. Yeah, there, should be, there should be more consonants. <laughs> Smiley than faces. And, 15 you know, consonants. That's how we I'm pretty sure Paul. there's like some, there's like an Anubis there, and, you know, like a, a barking dog. Mm. Uh I you know I should I should know this my my dad's family is is partly Welsh so uh, we have you're an American mutt just get over it oh I'm I'm everything and uh, we have uh, 
Good and Careless from Belgium, and from Australia, we have the uh, Starward Distillery. So here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. From Starward, we have the Starward Nova. Uh, Good and Careless Belgian Single Malt. From Pandaren, we have the Rich Oak Single Malt, the Pandaren Portwood Single Malt, Pandaren Madeira Finish Single Malt, and Pandera Peated Single Malt. So we're going to have, against my better judgment... We're going to have Justin give us our sips ratings and what he thinks is an actual Welsh accent. No, don't, let, don't do the Welsh accent. It's just embarrassing. Well, now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> well. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like the Lucky Charms guy who's like stoned, I mean, who's stoned out of his mind. Right on quaaludes or yeah, something. Yeah, like know? fourteen ludes and you know, and a bottle of a bottle of cheap whiskey. <laughs> Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? That's that's just bad. Well, bad. Yeah, it's not getting any better. Three. Really delicious. Three sips. Do, do an Indian accent for three. I'm craving cereal all of a sudden. I, I would. I'd be more comfortable with him doing his Indian accent. Mm. Do, do do Hindi. Come well, on. nobody really cares if you're comfortable. I mean, yeah. yeah really? Do you care? Any of you guys care? No, no. None of us care. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do whatever you want. Everybody's got their yeah. eyes covered. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Here, let's go through it. Uh, do you care? No. Do you care? No. Harm? Do you even care? Not really. Exactly. So go ahead. It's unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? The Lucky Charms guy just committed suicide. <laughs> Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. <laughs> Pour me another. Oh. I'm, I'm going to say it one time, and I'm going to say it one time only, and I'm only saying it because I care. That's why they call it dope, son. That's why they call it dope. <laughs> Maybe we should make this a 40-minute show. Yeah. Maybe just start 10 minutes 11 and a half minute show. How far are we in now? 6.45? Yeah, about a seven-minute show. All right. Might as well finish it. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes! 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 You know, yes! He tried. We won't be hearing that sound. Oh, he tried. Soon. He mm. failed. Thank you very much. Hold on here. <laughs> that's a that's a man from Wales. Come on. Tom Jones. He's from Wales? Of yeah. course he's from Wales. The sexiest man to ever come from Wales. Uh, oh, come on. I can't keep all you white it's people. It's Tom around. Jones. What are you kidding? There's chicks running their underwear right now. Come on. Ay, ay, ay. No hope. All right. Well... Mr. Grumpy, why don't you tell us about our oh, first me, whiskey? My turn? Yep. All right. Just, I was just thinking about my, my white wife. She's Norwegian. She just looks like other white people. I have no idea. She's from Alabama. In Alabama. <laughs> yeah, she's half Norwegian, though. Jeez. In your yeah. dreams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she did the whole 23 and Me thing, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, that's just a bunch of white folks. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, they they did the twenty three and me thing and sent it back, and it was just a stick. There were no branches whatsoever. You just said a direct line. line. Yeah. Answer the question. Yes, a direct line. Oh, it started out in Sweden, yeah, but it made Norway, it straight Norway. down to here. Yeah, 
All right. So anyway, uh, so we go from one white land to a white colony, uh, Starwood Nova in Australia. Uh, located in Melbourne, Australia, Starwood Distillery uses Australian malted barley fermented with brewer's yeast and sourcing every ingredient from no more than a three-day drive away. Working closely with- it was a one-day drive. Yeah. A day's drive away. A day's drive? Yeah, I got to put my glasses Here. back yeah, on. Yeah, you want glasses? I need new glasses. Whatever. I can get like 700 miles in a day. <laughs> Can you really? Well, it wasn't a Brent's day. Farm to the end of the coast. You're talking normal people, dude. Yeah. Okay. So a single day's drive away, closely, and they work closely with local farmers, winemakers, and malt maltsters. Maltsters. Maltster. That's a, that's a thing. A maltster. It's a thing. Carmier the maltster. The maltster. maltster. Yeah. Guy who makes malt. Maltmeister. Would be Meet cool. the maltsters. That'd be a German malt maker. Da, 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 da. I'm, so, yeah, I'm Herman Maltster. <laughs> the Starward Nova. It's my wife, Willie. That <laughs> oh. <laughs> would make him grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> the Starward Nova expression is matured exclusively in red wine barrels from local wineries making great Australian Shiraz, Cabernets, and Pinot Noirs. Uh, there's is it Shiraz or Syrah? Well, in Australia, it's Shiraz. Because they're Australian. But the rest of us would call it Syrah. Syrah. And, but, you know, we're in America, so it's not Pinot Noir. It's Pie Not Noir. Uh, so the Pie Not Noir, they use still wet casts that come straight from the winery. You're showing your Alabama. Nope, that's how I, saw, that's how I pronounce You're showing it. showing your Alabama. Yeah, can't take away my pronunciation. Well, this is the interesting part, though. They actually use wet casks. They don't, they're, not, they're not using shaved, te- retoasted, or anything like that. They, they take the wet casks. They don't rechar them. They don't shave them. They don't retoast them. And then for maximum impact of the wine, they just put the spirit in there, which is an interesting thing. And, I'm, and I, a lot of distilleries, um, not a lot of distilleries, a few distilleries do that with American bourbon casks when they use wet barrels. It costs a lot more money when to ship the barrels wet. and Heavier, yeah. Yeah, well, we've had a few where they actually wrap them up. Who was that? They, they wrap them up. And, hmm? Cellophane. Yeah, wrap it in cellophane, put yeah. it in a refrigerated truck, and right. send them express across the country, so. Because if you don't, then they'll go off. They're moldy, yeah. Yeah. So well, any we've, wet, had, wet, we've had a few wet, wet that tasted barrels, like that too. Yeah. Wet wine barrels, wet wet bourbon barrels, intact barrels. They cost more to ship because usually what they oh, do, yeah. they disassemble the barrels into staves, pack them into a uh, container, then ship them across. The yeah, you can get a river. lot of barrels in a container if you take yeah. them apart. But if you don't take them apart, it's a lot more expensive, but you get more flavor. So I, I really respect the fact that they're doing that with wet barrels. So the color of this whiskey, as you can see, this, this it's a rose gold. It's got this pinkish hue to it. It's uh, very pretty. And the nose, now this has gotten some air. When I first tasted, when I first nosed this whiskey, it was just kind of one note, a little bit berries and chocolate. Now it's much more pronounced. Uh, I get some uh, some oranges. I get berries. I get chocolate again. Uh, it's just more intense. It's had time to sit there in the, in the glass. And on the palate, mm, red fruit, vanilla. The it, it has a medium finish. There's some cherries on it. It's a good. It's a good effort. It's it's pretty damn good. It's um, but the wine. It's just. It's. I think it's a little bit overpowered by the wine. I think that I was going to say that. I think that the wet casks did not serve them well here. They were a little too wet. There's too much wine, and they're a little overwined. I don't know if it's the wetness. It's more they left them in that cask too long. Maybe. Well, yeah, one or the other. But in in either case, the the it doesn't have the balance that you'd like to see. In terms of that, I, I hit on the nose. To me, when I first poured it, I got apple juice, apple juice, and more apple juice. It just really? tasted like a glass of apple juice on the nose. What? Whose apple juice are you drinking, man? Like Martinelli's or something? I don't know. No, I mean, I, this is not apple. And what are you, uh, it's eight? faded. <laughs> it's like 
How much it's, apple juice do you drink? It's faded. I, it's I drink not. Martinelli's wine. Their Pinot Noir, by the way, is stunning. Same family. Well, it's gotten better with yeah. the time in the glass. All right. Well, we'll be back with his sippy cup full of apple juice soon. <laughs> hey, and we're back, and we're talking about Starward Nova, Australian single malt. Yes, they make malt whiskey just about anywhere. So what do you do think, Do they make Brent? apple juice like Maury's? Yeah. Nah, it just smells, Maury smells like a moldy sippy cup and a, a lost french fry from underneath your seat, so. Yeah, for me, I got this, it was very oaky and very much, very berry, but I got more like a strawberry jam on the palate. Really? Was, yeah, was that's it like what I Flintstone would, vitamins? Not the Flintstone vitamins, the strawberry jam. It's a, it's, and that's not what I want to have when I'm drinking whiskey. I don't want to be drinking strawberry jam. Well, they I mean, make peanut butter whiskey hey, these days. Why I not? have seen you drink strawberry jam. That's that's true, but it's usually not his first drink of the evening. Though. Your wife yeah. says she can't <laughs> keep towards, strawberry towards jam. Have you ever house. seen him do it? He takes the jar, takes the lid up. You can tell he's smart. He takes the lid off <laughs> before he puts it in the microwave because you know it's metal. He puts it in, gets it good and hot till it gets liquidy, and then uh, you know, big straw comes to the in. head. Yeah, that and a little bit of that and a little bit of vodka and some malort mixed in, and he's got a great cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I really got strawberries on this one, so. Did you Just add like water? Did, Mari, did you add water? I did not. What about yeah. you, Justin? Water? Did you add water? Let me no, add I water. Let me I add just water. Yeah, Just try. Let me try. Water. Let me add a little water. There you go. There you it's go. not that. Uh, it's not strawberry jam, no matter what you say. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Mm. It's berry. It's definitely changed. I mean, the apple's blown off, but I just find it very one note, very ordinary. I got barrel aged Manischewitz. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're showing your ethnicity way too much. Just a mama. little, yeah. yeah. Good lord. Go have a piece of matzo. Yeah, that's some corner. kosher oh. sweet wine wow. for the uninitiated. Wow. For the non-chosen people? No, for the uninitiated. You don't have to be. There's rabbis listening to this going like. Mm, you don't have dude. to be a religious to drink Banishevitz. <laughs> that's right. It's an everyday drink. <laughs> no, you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just have to have a dead palate. So. I'm sorry. If you're drinking Banishevitz, you've given up all yeah. faith in God. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good kosher wine out there. Yeah, you don't that have to drink it. that. No, 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 no. That's that's your apple juice uh, just with yeah. alcohol in it. Oh well, that's God. cheap. So that's I what we got in my house. I go with Ketam. Ket, you're the Ketam barrel. <laughs> anything. Anything but. Good How are we going to rate this one, Bob? Well, we're going to give this one two sips. Well, isn't that nice? Definitely interesting. Definitely interesting to see where they're going. Um, you know, give it a little bit more time. And we'll see where they're at. So, also, it's a forty-one percent alcohol. It's kind of low. Yeah, that yes. also is affecting it as well. You're a proof snob. Uh, you're making me one. I hang out with the wrong people. Yeah, look who's talking. At a guy at the end of the table, please. So let, the, right. more, let the guy at the end yeah. of the table do the next one. Yeah, let's let him. Let's let's let him. Come okay, on. let's go. Fine. Go, guy. Well, made man, Mari. Come on. He's Thank made. you. You ready? What, got all day. Sure. Okay. Go. The next is the Gooden Carolus. Belgian single malt, non-age dated, 46% ABV. From 1637 to 1914, the Van Breedam family were millers and distillers. Say that fast several times. Millers, millers and, distillers, and distillers. Millers and distillers. Turning grain into Genevieve. <laughs> I thought it was a Geneva. Geneva. In Genevieve. Lasvel, Belgium. Oh <laughs> In 1872, Louis Van Breedam and his sister left to become brewers taking over the Het Anchor Brewery in Michelin, Belgium. 
It has been run by the family and its descendants for five generations. In 2010, they decided to branch out and the 17th century family farm in Blasveld was turned into a whiskey distillery. Guden Carolus Belgian single malt is distilled from the mash of their uh, Guden Carolus triple beer. The mash is distilled in hand-hammered copper pot stills and aged in first-filled bourbon casks, followed by a further aging in anchor casks, which are ex-wine oak casks, which are scraped and charred by the cooper according to the distillery's own formula. The whiskey was first released in 2013. So there you have it. Well, it's got a nice light uh, light copper to uh, goldeny color. I found the nose to be simple, straightforward, some red fruit. What is wrong with you? I'm, I'm sorry. I'll finish your finish your finish your review. Oh, then please. I'll ask that. Oh please, please go interject. Ahead. No no no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Simple, simple nose. Go ahead. No no no. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll let you finish. And I thought it was pleasant on the palate. I thought it was nice. It was easy going. It was pleasant. It was an easy drinker. It's got a medium to short finish. Um, all in all, a very nice entry level whiskey that I thought was pleasant and enjoyable. Brett, what do you think? Um, not my cup of tea. Of course, it's not, it's not tea, bourbon. It's yeah. Oh, it's that was not, where I went wrong. It's not bourbon either. <laughs> the, the I was expecting, you know, with the first fill bourbon cast, I was expecting to get some more bourbon influence off of these, and you don't, it, it's you don't get it. It's not there. It's not there at all. I don't. They really, must be dry barrels. Yeah. Well, they. Well, they. What they do? They scraped them and. They scraped them. Yeah, they scraped and them they and everything. So them. that was the wine. Yeah, that was the wine cast. Wine cast, but yeah, just um, yeah. To me, it was, it was nice, easy going. A uh, little bit of a uh, little bit of fruit on it and the vanilla. I mean, it's just a simple, simple and pleasant. Yeah, simple, going. pleasant, easy. Yeah, just you can't pour it out, but you just can't. Clearly, get Clearly, something excited. is wrong with both of you. I want to hear what's wrong with Justin next. So this really reminded me. You don't me have that much time. <laughs> of a, well, let us, let's get his mom in here. She'll mm. tell you what's wrong with him. This reminds me of a Belgian triple beer without uh, carbonation. It's like very high proof. Uh, kind of reminds me of the Utopia beer. Oh, my where God. It's non, why am I agreeing with Justin? Non-carbonated. What's it, going on? It, if they marketed this as a beer, it'd be like a $200 beer, beer that you lab, could so age. Your problem. So... It's interesting. It's interesting that it is made from triple. It's made from a really comes through, but I don't really get that sense that it's a beer. I love beer and I love great beer. I just didn't find this at any resemblance to beer. It it starts as a beer, Bob. What's going on with you, Bob? No, he's he's absolutely right. You can tell that it came from a, a, a triple mash because it it has a lot of character of a Belgian triple beer. Yeah. It's got a very interesting nose. You don't smell that beer yeast? It does smell like beer. It smells wonderful. It tastes like beer and finishes like beer. It's definitely a beer whiskey. And I know you guys are geeks, but you're just the wrong kinds of geeks. You're probably like Star Wars instead of Star Trek. There's something wrong with you. We already did the Star Wars review. Did you? What was Star Wars? (laughs) Trekkers are better. We know that. You're just the wrong type of geek. This is a whiskey geek's whiskey. Yeah, smells. I mean, you could you could spend a while trying Hop, just going through the There's no hops in it. this. There's no hops in this malt mash. I know that because okay. I've asked them, but I still smell the hops hops because of the brewery where it's made. If you wash your hands. It's just it's wonderful. The character shines his hair. He I hasn't washed why. his hair in a couple weeks. He's, He's eating frog legs. That's why he smells hops. <laughs> Got him with that one. You did get me with that. One. 
No, it's, it's it is. It's it. Here's the thing: you can't compare it to anything else. You you have to absolutely take this for, You have to take this for what's in this glass because it's I not. I think it's so cool. It's I, I I am enjoying it. I think it's very very interesting. It's it's got a really interesting nose. It's and like Justin said, once in a while, the boy nails one. It's it's like a it's a Belgian triple that's just a whiskey. It that's exactly what it is. But it's, it's the nose is very deep. I mean, it's there's there's a lot of nuance. So to it, malty so. and beautiful, and 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 that that hoppy characteristic, which I don't know where it's coming from. Again, it's not hoppy. Again, it's not, wash it's not your hands. Hops. Yeah. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Good and Careless Belgian Single Malt three sips. Interesting. This whole average rating thing is getting to me, man. <laughs> All right, we're we're going to have uh, Brent tell us a little bit about the Pandaren Distillery. The Pendellin Distillery is located. Pendellin. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> said Pendellin. Pendellin Distillery is located in the village of Pendellin in Wales in the United Kingdom. The Welsh have a long history of distilling dating back centuries. In fact, in 1705, the ancestors of Evan Williams of American bourbon fame owned a distillery in, in Dale, no, Pembrokeshire, before in, before they emigrated to the New World. Today, Penderin Distillery uses ex-bourbon barrels, including barrels from Evan Williams, to age their spirits. Unfortunately, this, the distilling industry in Wales died out around the time of the First World War. Uh, when uh, Penderin Distillery began operating again in the year 2000, it became the first operational distillery in Wales in a century. Their first whiskey was launched on St. David's Day 2004 by none other than H.R.H. Charles, Prince of Wales. That's His Royal Highness. His Royal Highness. His Royal Highness. H.R.H. Penderin distills uh, part of their spirit using a unique type of still designed by Dr. David Faraday, descendant of the groundbreaking Victorian scientist Michael Faraday. Cool. Yeah, that is a unique... Uh, little fact about them so unlike the traditional pot stills needed used in most malt productions of the in the uk the faraday still is a type of combination still which consists of a pot still with a rectifying column followed by a more traditional column still this unique combination allows penrin to distill at a fairly high 92 percent abv so this in combination with all with their all-female distilling team Makes Pendrin a very unique whiskey indeed. Well, the all-female distilling team would make any uh, make anybody a fan, right? Well, it wasn't. It was actually by accident. I uh, talked to the guys from Pendarin when we did our our Zoom meeting with some of these uh, whiskeys, and um, they weren't looking to hire all females. It was just they were they were tested on palate, and these they all have amazing palates. So, so this next. Uh, Next whiskey we're talking about is the Pendrin Rich Oak Single Malt. It's a non-age stated, 46% alcohol by volume, 92 proof. This is the newest addition to the Pendrin Gold range. It is matured in a range of specifically selected ex-bourbon and rejuvenated oak casks. So this has got a that that light golden color, uh, which all of these seem to have. It's I, I don't I don't think if you put them side by side you'd be able to tell one from the other if you didn't have a label on them. Uh, they're not very close to can I see the bottle? Yeah, not with these. Uh, right um, I get a lot of ripe fruit on the nose. Um, That's Madeira. The uh, it's on the mouth I get a nice, beautiful, creamy mouthfeel. It's uh, I get like a creme brulee. 
um, apricots, apples, plums. It's uh, followed, you know, it's nice. It's a, like a, it's a short to medium finish. Um, creme brulee, uh, follow that, follow that off. It's a pleasant, very pleasant, very easy going um, whiskey. I very much enjoyed it. Justin, so it's interesting. I was reading about Faraday, and they have this Faraday cage. Oh yeah, Faraday cage is awesome. Origin of the MRI, and to keep your hard drive from getting wiped, and. This spirit seems to have its own unique influences that, unlike any other of the whiskeys I've had from that area, almost like as if it was in a Faraday cage. <laughs> Boy, I he's, like, re- he's reaching for that one. Holy cow. Um, I found it was like... How many other whiskeys from that region have you had, considering this is the only distillery in Wales? <laughs> well, I had the other ones on this show. <laughs> So about five. <laughs> and um thought it was like sweet and malty and uh, like very, very clear um, new make when they made it. I think so that's I, really I think that's it. where where I think that they uh, they 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 use the Faraday still. I think this is the problem with it. It's not that there's a problem per se, it's their style. They're coming off the still at ninety two percent ABV. There's no flavor left. Yeah. But it's very clean. It's super clean. It's the, but 92% ABV is almost you're getting close to vodka here. You, where's the malt? You're 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 you get you there's no fusel oils coming off. There's none of the heavier distillate coming off. So no, some of the flavor out all the good stuff. The, the flavor no profile it's, it's a vodka little, lover's whiskey. It's, it's like Canadian whiskey, right? Yeah. Canadian yeah. whiskey's high proof too. Or hot <laughs> off coming off the stills. It's it's less flavor from the from the grains and the yeast and more from the barrel. Well, it, it clearly deviates from the rules of making scotch single yeah. malt. Right. Uh, obviously, this and they is want not it. A they want to be. They want. They don't want to be scotch. They want to be considered to yeah. be a single malt Welsh whiskey. It's the only Welsh whiskey. And they've made a few modifications up to and including the um, the still, the hybrid still, and then of course they're using a little bit of a column. Uh, so it's it, they definitely have the ability to go higher on the proof, as we said, strip out some flavors. It's a different beast. Uh, I think it's interesting. I like where it's going. I just don't find it to be overly complex. Uh, I find it to be um, average. Most of their whiskeys are also non-age statement um, because it's all about flavor profile. They they I forget about there's a I I I don't remember the the problem is I I. Didn't study this up before the show, but I should have. No, oh, thanks. They, yeah. <laughs> did any of you? Did any of you? I at least used to know this. They have oh, a, they have a very uh, specific process of selecting their whiskeys and how they taste and, and different types. And so they 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 have a, they have a fairly rigorous process. I respect what they're doing. I just wish they didn't start with ninety two percent ABV. I agree with you. I don't think it tastes young. They don't put an age statement. A lot of times, that's a metaphor for young it. whiskey. They, they don't need it. it. It doesn't taste young. I don't. My complaint is not that it tastes young or immature. My complaint is that I think they've stripped too much flavor with the distillation yeah, process. It's, it's medium. It's got. I got banana notes. I got cereal notes. I got raisin notes. It's just it's muted. Because remember, at ninety two percent, they're adding almost fifty percent by volume of water to get this down to forty six uh, ABV. Well, or after, well, it has to be aged first. But so, but if that, that, that they're they're getting a lot. They're relying a lot on their barrels, and I think they could. Do better with the just with changing the distillate a little bit. I think the vodka people 
love vodka would love this. If you want a light whiskey and you want you yeah. don't you're not ready for scotch, maybe Pendarin will get you there. This is your yeah. Not everybody not, you're, wants you're everything want, heavy you all the time. From bourbon to, to to UK whiskeys, but you're you're underestimating what I'm saying is it comes off the the still at 92% ABV and it comes in the bottle at 46% ABV. Yeah, but it's it's spe- it, spends t- it spends time in the barrel. Yeah, but there's just so much flavor it can pick up. Now you're taking the spirit, assuming it's proof neutral and you got to add 50% uh, diluted by almost 100%. You can't assume it's proof neutral is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely not. No, it never is. So, Bob, what did you think? I thought it was very interesting. I mean, it's got, you know, it's got that maltiness to it. Oh, I've had several Pandarans mm. that are amazing. Just this one's just right there. On the, on the palate, it's you know honey and vanilla and citrus. It's I mean it is an absolutely it is a lighter style of whiskey. But I, you know that's what they're shooting for. Um, so I'm not going to ding it for that because that's that's yeah you know, is, what they're trying to do. It's what they want to um, be. You know, it's pleasant. It's got a it's got a very nice nose to it. I just have an issue with it being light. I just felt that it was um, not as complex as other things we've had. It's yeah, uh, we're profounds and yeah. we're spoiled, and you can't oh, compare so it. To, you can't compare it to you know, uh, you know, one hundred and thirty proof bourbon that we had two hours ago. You no, can't no, do no, that. No, no, you have to compare it to, to what's that. in that glass and that in that glass only. But I want to compare it to a hundred and twelve proof Ardbeg. <laughs> I've got the different flavor profile. <laughs> I want, I want that bonfire <laughs> on the beach. There you go. Yeah. No, this is not a bonfire on the nah. beach. There's no, no bonfires no. on the beach. I mean, all in all, it's extremely well this made is, and a lovely whiskey and, and, and you know, a lighter style for sure. But um, a really nice whiskey. We're going to give it three sips. Yep. Yep. So we're going to move on to our next one, which is the Pandaren Portwood, which is also 46% ABV, 92 proof. This is matured in ex-bourbon barrels and then finished in ex-port casks. And again, it's it's this one's, I think, is... A little darker than the others that we had, but not a lot. It's got, it's got a red. It's, it's got, it's got it's, a red a, Yeah, to it. it's it's like a sort of a rose gold sort of color to it. It's got on the nose. On the nose, I can definitely pick up the port the port wine. It's uh yeah. This the influence of the barrels yeah, obvious here. This is this is pretty clear. Um, but it's not on the nose. It's not overpowering. It's you know I mean it's well it's well balanced between the malt and the port. Mm. And on the palate, yeah. Again, you get the you get the raisins, you get the you know the grapiness from the port cask, um, a little bit of burnt caramel, some vanilla. This really improved with the air. This yeah. this one really did improve. And then yeah. uh, almost a sort of a black walnut sort of uh, tannin to it. Good call. You know that that Why sort of bitter with black you? walnut. I never agree with you. I mean. I, Again, I think I think this one's you know vastly improved with air. So um, you know, so far so good. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing some wines from the Pendaren Distillery and in whiskey Wales. too. Hmm? Whiskey too. Oh, whiskey. Yeah, not wine. I'm looking at Portwood. <laughs> um, so, what did you think about it, Brent? Okay, this is interesting to me because I got a lot of the same kind of flavor notes that you got with the raisins, the walnuts. Um, I got the moke tannins and stuff. But, you know, the one thing that I wanted to say was that they did a really good job of balancing this. Yeah. As far as, you know, when putting it in the uh, export casks, because I think you could easily go overboard on that. A lot of them do. Right. A lot of them do because with that, you know, that 92%. 
um, you know, you're stripped a lot already and it's so easy to overdo something at that point, you know, when you put in another, another cask like that. And we've seen so many places that have overdone it. And it's nice to see a nice balance on this one where they haven't done that, even with the initial flavors being stripped back a little bit. Um, I think they've done a great job with that balancing part. And I, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing other things for them. And, I, you know, it's one of those things, man, what if they did it at one, you know, at, uh, you know, 60% or something? Or, I, you, and, you brought that up and, and literally that's what I have on my shelf from Pandaren. You I, know? Have a, I have a single malt, I'm sorry, uh, uh, yeah, the single malt Welsh whiskey, the Pandaren Portwood Cast Strength. 12 years old now that would be more interesting that is a stunning beast unfortunately they couldn't send us because there's they there was only a single cask for the u.s that's like 400 bottles that was it yeah well so. again you're gonna have more flavor again remember it's going in at 92 so it's yeah. well, we don't know for sure but we, we don't know the age on this no. one either no, right. it's it's you don't know what it went in at. right yeah. but they did age it i mean for That's the age of it the, the age doesn't really matter because they didn't they didn't what i'm trying to say is they didn't overdo it yeah, yeah. you know which well, was nice a lot you of know so these taste like port and not whiskey <laughs> yeah and, and then a lot of them taste like whiskey with no port at all and but they got the color like we say all the now. time you know the balance is getting the you know the balance of the port filling in the holes that the whiskey is missing so yes and they've done a very good job yeah, i think that. they did a good job on them and it's and it and it absolutely is significantly changed in the last yeah this is another one that really improved with air it's, i feel like maybe because these are no age statement whiskeys there are some younger ones in here and younger whiskeys usually benefit with a little bit of air this just yeah. this blossomed the, the nose is really the nose is is 10 times more mm-hmm. now that it's got it totally air. blossomed in the glass there's no water in ours either at 92 proof i don't think you need to add any but i'm gonna, oh, no. I'm gonna try some anyway the heck? we'll see what, if it does anything what do you think justin i really like this once the air got to it i couldn't really figure out the notes in the beginning it seemed kind of confused but after a half hour 45 minutes in the glass it all came together and i agree with brent that the wood and the port balance uh, very well, and it's a really pleasant spirit. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's it, again. That's the hardest thing is to if you're doing cast finishing, and you know, fifty or seventy five years ago, that was not a big thing. But it it has grown. You know, I mean, Bill Lumsden was one of the you know the key guys really starting a lot of that, but. It's grown a lot. It's even grown here in the states, and there are some people that do it well, and there are some people that did not do it well. well there's some you're, you. You sometimes you might be heavy-handed the first few yeah. times you do it. So give them time to develop. These people well, have obviously honestly, there's some that still. I mean, you know, it, they've been doing it for years, and it still tastes more whiny than it does whiskey. Well, I mean, but that's but their but profile. but again, I understand what they're doing sometimes on that because again, they're pitching to people that are looking for that palate. You know, I mean, it's like the different, you know, how many sherry bomb whiskeys have you had that honestly taste like sherry with a little bit of whiskey mixed in it? It's not, not naming names. It's Too not, many. And it's not it's common, my yeah. thing. I, you know, I love a sherry, but if I want a sherry, I'll just have a sherry. You know, I don't want that much sherry in mine, but I do understand there are people who enjoy that. And that's, and that's fine. And if you're we're selling not, we're those, not laughing good. at you, we just point in that general direction. Yeah. But, I mean, I just look know. and go, I have a damn sherry. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you know, this one was this one it's was well just done. a coincidence that he's laughing at you. Try no, ordering a sherry out these days; it's hard to find. No, oh, yeah, good from yeah. something that was very popular. Well, I mean, got try ordering a no. port. Try, try ordering a, a fino sherry. You can find Oloroso in a restaurant for dessert, but have a fino before dinner. Oh yeah, no, what no, restaurants no. got that? Nobody knew. So anyway, uh, I, I agree. I think you got. I think uh, you guys have hit it on the head. It's definitely more balanced. It's very pleasant. It's a step up from the uh, rich oak, and uh, I think the the port adds a little something to it. Adds a little dimensionality. Adds a little bit of complexity, and all in all, very nice whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I'm very pleased with this one too. And that burnt walnut you mentioned at the end, Bob, that was spot on. And why am I ever yeah. agreeing with you? Well, we're going to be rating that one three sips. It should be higher. You guys are Philistines. I I agree, but you know we've got some we've got people with us. averages. Yeah, well, some people are. There's always, always somebody bringing down the damn curve. Speaking of average <laughs> harm, why don't you tell us about the next whiskey? Yeah. Oh, you're so. Well, you're talking Our, about harm, not the whiskey. Yeah, right? he, yeah. I knew what he was yeah. implying. Yeah, I, yeah, I get this. All oh, right. this is another one. The nose is. Pandiran really Madeira finished single malt. Non-age statement, 46% ABV, 92 proof. This expression is aged in ex-bourbon barrels and finished in ex-Madeira wine casks. The color is a bright gold with greenish glints. The nose. It has exploded since we first we first uh, poured it. I'm getting lemon, hazelnuts, a little bit of vanilla, and there's like a bakery, some sort of bakery component to it. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. You're clearly not talking about her meat there. Yeah. It's it's like it's a, it's it's got a, a golden burnished bronze with hints of emerald green and like what the glints. glints. It's a bright not gold hints, with glints. greenish glints. Do, dude, I'm using like two and three syllable words at the max. You're all right. Remember when you made fun of me for saying retro nasal one time? My yeah, god. I still make fun of you for saying that. Ah, uh, whatever. Harmeet has one of those calendars, and he gets a new word every day. No, it's all that SAT prep. <laughs> we can never, we day. can never tell which one it's going to be, you know. But he's cheap, so he just keeps recycling the days. That's right. So, <laughs> so, so it's been about two months since retro nasal. So I figured that ought to be coming back around what October, today. November. Came back today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can reuse those calendars, right? They just got numbers on them. They just got numbers. <laughs> and anywho, uh. Anywho, that's how they say it. And uh, who says anywho? I just remember from Bugs Bunny. I don't know. Oklahoma? Hey, Anyhow. What for me? Anywho. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Vanilla, lemon custard, hazelnut, some sort of pie crust, and the palate. Some sort. <laughs> I'm no baker. Harm, put down the crack pipe. Tell us about the whiskey. The whiskey is wonderful. It's kind of like um, on the palate... I kind of got some Nilla wafer and some bread, uh, banana, uh, like pudding. There's some spices, goes towards cinnamon. There was some cedar on the finish. Uh, medium long finish, spicy, but the nuttiness faded away. I was expecting more nuttiness from a, from a Madeira finish. He's, he's right, you know. Banana pudding. Banana pudding. Even a blind squirrel is right. Na- once banana in a pudding. While. Absolutely, banana pudding. Yeah, of course, no. he goes home to Alabama, so he knows about. I don't eat that stuff, but I've I've uh, I've been exposed. Phyllis, to you me. should not have eaten that stuff out of my house. Uh, this one, I agree, Harm. It's a step up. It's uh, it's definitely improved. When it first went in the glass, the nose was muted. Muted. Uh, 
Thank you. That was a perfect word. And the and see, I didn't have to use my calendar for that one. And the palette was muted as well. I think. It's oh, you want to mute it? Hold on. What channel is he on? He's on three, right? <laughs> I think that the palette has improved with air. Uh, the nose has definitely improved with air. It's not quite as there as some of the Madeira whiskeys, uh, finished whiskeys that I've had. There's definitely a little less Madeira influence, but you definitely get some of it. And I think it's a nice effort. I think it's really going the right direction. It's, again, taken the, uh, some of the initial whiskeys that we've had from them, in particular the Rich Oak, and really amped it up. And uh, uh, kudos. Good job. Brett? Yeah, this was my favorite of the day when I initial tasting. And after letting it sit for a while, it's still my favorite. The, uh, you know, I got, when I wrote down, I wrote down lemon pie with, with vanilla wafers, with mm. vanilla wafer crust. And I didn't even talk to you. You know, that's what I wrote I down. I wish I still the, hadn't talked to but you, but the, whatever. But I have, a, but I get a, <laughs> I get a spiciness feeling. to it that I just can't, I just can't put my palate on it. It's time, not but cinnamon, it's like, huh? Yeah, I thought no, it was No, it's like a, yeah, it's. It's, it's a tingly it's a it's a it's a nice bright spice but um but it's nice it doesn't overpower anything and i enjoy that the the finish is nice but would you buy a bottle would you spend your hard-earned cash on no. a bottle no no i would not well, it's, it's not, not my palate it's, it's not, not from america it's not he my palate. american whiskey no that's that's he, not true what 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 non-american whiskey have you bought I have bought Canadian whiskeys. I just want to let you know that Canada's I in America. You know, it's Canada. Like, do you even stop at the border? I mean, isn't that like a state? I never that used to stop count. at the border, but now they make you. I guess so. That's not that doesn't count. Mm. That's North America. It's still part of America. Whis- whiskey running days. That's right. You see, you asked me. That's what I told you. That's fine, Justin. What did you think? So, first, well, thank you. Out of the bottle. I I got some off notes. It smelled kind of like Old Spice cologne. The Madeira was really strong. What? And then <laughs> yeah. And then once air got to it, it 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 went into balance. And I got I Mercury didn't, is I didn't get the lemon pie that Venus is Brent got, but as soon as he mentioned it, <laughs> I tasted it in there. The lemon pie? Yeah, the no, lemon it's, pie. It's, it's banana pudding and vanilla wafers. Ah, that was a citric note for me. Somebody and put some slices of lemon in my banana pudding. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, somebody put. <laughs> it was not. Somebody, it was not bad. Somebody, <laughs> so, <laughs> and Bob finds that on the fly. It was not bad. My friend from the Stern Show, man, I got everything in here. Somebody put some bananas in my lemon pie. <laughs> There you go. There's definitely more banana than lemon. Somebody put some old spice in my high karate. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spice, the high karate spice. That's electric shave. That's the spice that I'm missing on that. Oh, wow. How old is I in the high karate? Oh, yeah. They made five years old. Red and yellow, and I think I don't even remember. Green. Yeah, yeah. That was before my time. I I don't remember what it smelled like, but they were different colors. I had, a, I had a cousin who, there was an old drugstore had been around since like the turn of the century in Charlotte that he worked at when he was a kid and they were closing and they just had a basement filled with old stuff and they were just literally clearing stuff out. And he went and got an uncle of ours, high karate for, nice. for a Christmas present. <laughs> and you know, you know, and my uncle being a hillbilly from North Carolina opens the box up and goes, ooh, and takes the cap off and 
right right at Christmas dinner. Yeah. So we all had to smell, you know, great. 60 year old high karate well, like, for dinner. Well, you know, I, I don't know which what's <laughs> and that there's worse, the though, title or? of this episode. Yeah. Is, is that worse or like the, the smell of my high school days? Dracar Noir. Oh, I I'd like Jakar. Jakar Noir, baby. That was okay. uh, high end for, for teenagers. I think you were in elementary school and that came out harm. Yep. Let's not uh, oh, no, no. It was, overestimate. And Polo was good, too. No, Polo was never good. It's still around. I know. Yeah. So they have a car. They have a vaccine for that now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas gonna have a yeah, You're not going to end up in the iron line. Soon. You're fine, man. Well, we're going to be uh, rating the Pender and Madeira finish. Uh, three sips. Under protest, dude. Hey, Come you on. and me too. You and me too. Don't I, you know, slap the others. I don't know what to tell you. Don't All right. Me. Let's have Justin tell us about our last one from Pandaren. So Pandaren peated single malt, non-age stated, and it's 46% alcohol by volume. This expression is aged in ex-bourbon barrels and finished an ex Islay whiskey cast. Islay. Oh, my God. How many damn oh whiskeys no. from Iowa do you have to drink before you Iowa, learn how to pronounce he, it? He gets his pronunciation skills from me. I just want <laughs> you to know right. that. <laughs> I, I, I teach them his pronunciation skills. You know? You know, like, All right, they, come they, on. they taught us in Star, Star Wars. There's so, always two, right? This The Sith and the Master. <laughs> this whiskey really did change with air, too. Um, initially, I got... Iodine, peat, band-aids. There is none of that. There never but was. But after air hit it, the the peat and the, vin- the correct whiskey, the iodine glass. went away, yep. and the peat and the vanilla balanced, and the palate really follows through on the nose the same way. Kind of reminds me of uh, creme brulee a little bit. What'd you think, Harmy? I think you should put down the crack pipe, Justin. There is none of what you said in this glass. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Uh, There's no iodine. Allow us to wash out his glass and give him yeah, a pour of the correct yeah, whiskey. That's the thing. You need to clean the glasses between shows. <laughs> There's. This is a definitely. A, it's 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 finished in ex-Isla casks, but it's not that medicinal. This lady, you buddy. It, this is more of a. This is more of a wood fire peat. This is this is this is definitely. There's an Isla influence here. The color's a pale gold. The nose is super light peat. Tons of vanilla. It's frankly, there's not enough peat for a guy like me who wants a peaty right. whiskey. It's, yeah. it's definitely a light. It's difficult to say who it's marketing towards because it's definitely light on the peat side for a peat head. And it's not enough fruit for people who want Speyside style. Correct. I do think it got better and some of the extra heavy uh, smoke blew off with time in the glass. Yeah, again, this one is this is markedly improved. Yeah, it improved I mean, in the glass. It's become more balanced. It's not just a soot fest. And you get some fruity notes on the whiskey when you drink it as Where well. Where do you think they're going to cast? Coila? I don't know, man. I don't know who they've got. They probably is Kalila, or it's going to be, jeez, uh, who could it be? Ardbeg's not selling casks anymore. Um, Lafroig's not selling casks. Yeah, this isn't Lafroig. From Lagavulin, there's not, 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 that's know. not Lagavulin either. It's, it, it, I doubt it's Kilhoman. So it's, I think Kal- Brooklady mate. I don't know if they sell casks, but it's probably Kalila. You're right. Yeah, probably. Um, Again, this one's rapidly improved. I mean, it was very interesting. We opened it, and then it's really air. It's it's really found its niche for me. I mean, I just it didn't do it for me at all. You didn't do it for me either. 
for different reasons. <laughs> for yeah. other reasons, well, exactly. None you know? of us were really fans when we opened it. It's definitely gotten better. Well, we're going to give it uh, three sips. Interesting. Well, that's all the time we have for today. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on Terrestrial and Satellite Radio, and online at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, and pretty much any other place you can find a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. You can also hear our daily tasting notes that flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Sud, Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And you'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip, Suds, and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, King of Pete Brent. It was a pleasure. Or not. <laughs> that I got drunk to the basement. But I will be back. When you were drinking some that is That is a threat and a warning. <laughs> but will you be back with pants? No pants. Okay. No pants. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Thank you, Made Man Maury. Delightful day in the basement, Bob. Glad I wore my wool knickers today. <laughs> Your what? My wool knickers. It's a little chilly I don't, and damp I don't want to know here. about that, man. <laughs> I you, just Justin. thought that was. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bob. Maybe I'll learn to do a better Welsh accent next time. You'll never be Tom Jones. As long as you live, <laughs> you'll never be that cool. Ever, ever, ever. And thank you, Har. Thank you, Rob. I really appreciate being here. Rob. You're a gracious host. Rob. You're a gracious Bro-bob. host. Don't believe what other people Thanks for joining us. Don't drink any bad whiskey. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time